right. Good day to you, people. Like yeah. feeling, feeling good. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the back porch. Uh-huh. Sports <laughs> podcast with your host, co-host, Fonz and Quan. We here again for another weekly podcast, and we thank you for tuning in to one of the baddest podcasts in the ENC. I say one of them, I say the. Well, the, you know, <laughs> I try to be humble, you know. Back porch sports podcast. So, you know, we 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 glad and thank thank y'all for listening, tuning in, subscribing, all that good jazz, doing your charity work, and we we thank <laughs> we thank you for that. Uh, we ain't gonna waste your time today. We're gonna jump right into the news. So. On the NFL side, because you know that's our thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 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 we we found out that the Titans and the Bills, and also the Vikings and the Eagles, will be headlining in a Monday night football doubleheader to cap off week mm-hmm. two. On September 19th, week two of the 2022 NFL season, the Tennessee Titans, the Buffalo Bills will square off at 7.15 on ESPN. And later, the Minnesota Vikings will take on the uh, the Eagles at 8.30 on ABC. So a little, little, little background on the Tennessee and the Bills with Derrick Henry, uh, on the Monday Night Football Classic in Week Six, he rushed for 143 yards, scored three times. Uh, now let's not forget now, Derrick Henry before he got that before his foot said I'm, I'm out, uh, he was on track to break major records in, in the rushing game. So he, he had a big game, and um, the, the defense stopped Josh Allen on fourth down to skirt to secure the 34-31 victory in Nashville. Now, the Mm. question is, can the Bills turn the tables on their home turf, and how much will the loss of A.J. Brown hurt the Titans against Von Miller and the Bills' defense? Well, my take on that question is that... uh, I kind of feel like the Titans can can manage not having AJ Brown. Uh, Von Miller is a pass rusher. Um, he's not really known for stopping the run, even though he's capable of doing that. If he runs to that side, you know, he, you know. Yeah, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, I, I feel like they can manage. Uh, not having AJ Brown on that squad and possibly making this a close game like it was last year in week six. Fonz, what's your take? I am on the side of the Bills, to be exact. Um, while Von Miller is not a pass rusher, I do believe in their run defense. Um, and again, the last game was mad close. Mm-hmm. So I think the Bills will right the wrongs and edge Tennessee out just a tad. Mm-hmm. As far as A.J. Brown, though, I'm kind of glad you brought him up as far as A.J. Brown. like I, I think Tennessee drafted his quote-unquote replacement. That's why it was so easy for them to just trade him to the Eagles. Right. But um, 
Yeah, I thought the, the, the Buffalo Bills will edge Tennessee out. I think, you know, uh, that's a game to see. Honestly, yeah. um, first we got to see whether Derrick Henry is going to be the same player that he was last year. You know, he came back for the playoffs. Everybody was excited and a little nervous, thinking that he was going to wreck the place. And he well, he didn't really, really do too much. So we shall see what that brings. On the flip side, though, later on on that same night, we got the Vikings and the Eagles. And after a disappointing eight and nine season that caused Mike Zimmer his job, the Vikings and new head coach Kevin O'Connell travel to Philly to take on Jalen Hurts and an Eagles squad that barely made it in the playoffs last year with Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson returning. For the Vikings and Hurts now has AJ Brown and Devontae Smith on the other side. This game could be a high scoring game, which I concur to. Yeah, it'll be high scoring for the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really see this game going really into like the low 40s, to be honest, because Jalen Hurts really has that firepower. Um, I mean, I think the AJ Brown signing was or trade was real huge for the Eagles. They haven't really had a dog receiver since T.O. Right. So um, I, I feel like I, I feel like not to cut you off, but I, I feel like um high score, I can see it going in the late twenties, early thirty type game for the simple mm-hmm. fact. The Vikings do have Dalvin Cook, and we both know what Dalvin Cook means to the Vikings. Yeah. How well, uh, how many carries that he can possibly get within that game that can kind of keep that time ticket a little bit. Yeah. Slow down the Eagles' pass rush that they should have, should have. I mean, I mean, I don't know about pass, pass rush, attack. but I know I they, mean, they, pass, they. I mean, pass, pass attack, excuse me. I know they run defense is going to be nice. <laughs> they, they, they drafted Jordan Davis ahead of the Ravens, of course. But that's good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they drafted Jordan Davis to kind of shore up that middle. So, I mean, yeah, Dalvin Cook, we already know who he is, what he about. But mm-hmm. I really see the Eagles taking this one. Well, switching over, we want to give a major shout out to Nikola Jokic for winning the NBA MVP for the second consecutive season. Denver Nuggets center Jokic has been voted the NBA's most valuable player for the second consecutive season. Um, Jokic's raw stats were even better this year than last year as he averaged a career high of 27.1 points and 13.8 rebounds per game. He also averaged 7.9 assists, uh, which is good for the eighth in the league. Uh, Jokic, 27, also became the first player in NBA history with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists in one season. So big shout out to him. Uh, We both know that he's he's the mouthpiece of the Denver Nuggets. Without him, they are nothing without it. Like a ship without a sail. Oh, that mercy. Yeah, Denver Nuggets. <laughs> without, without him, they chicken nuggets. Um, 
And he, like he said, he did all that without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Right. So I mean, right. that's a, that's a huge accomplishment to win it back to back. So kudos right. to him. Kudos to him. Switching back over to the NFL, cause you know that's where we stay at. That's what yeah. you know. The, the big bad wolf can't blow that house down, cause it's made out of bricks. Anyways, <laughs> Richard Sherman in talks with Amazon Prime for a key role in their Thursday night broadcast, a Thursday night football broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to NFL Networks, uh, Sherman is in talks with Amazon for a key role in the Thursday night football programming this coming season. Interesting to see what that man has to say, even though I don't know why he wants to do broadcasting when he can still be on the field doing what he do. But it looks like to me, Richard Sherman is going to hang it up because he hasn't been the same since the lesion of boom. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, pretty much. I think it's going to be a good venture for him. And not to mention, Tom Brady is doing the same thing once he decides to go ahead and sit down somewhere. Right. So, you know, I mean, Richard, I, I really think Richard Sherman is going to bring another element to Thursday Night Football. Um, and, it, and my mind goes back to that NFC Championship game where he just went in on Michael Crabtree, mm-hmm. you know. So I really think he, he is either broadcasting on the NFL or being a professional wrestler. Take, take the picture. <laughs> Uh, well, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Richard Sherman, those type of that type of player that speaks his mind, and hopefully he don't forget that he's on national television. Yeah, I hope he's, he don't. It was confluffle. I know y'all heard about it. Chris Paul and his family got in a little confluffle and mm. said, uh, long story short, my mama said that, uh, that she was pushed. Uh, mm. And the kids were there to witness it. No, not the, not, not the babies. Yeah, the baby, the baby, the baby boy, then the mama boy was pushed, <laughs> and they almost hit the ground, but they got up right in time to fly oh, away. Lord, the hen boys and the chicky boys. <laughs> not the babies. So uh, y'all better be careful messing around with uh, Chris Paul and them. You know. I mean, you know, know of course, Chris Paul won his uh, ones with that uh, uh that particular uh, individual. Yeah, you can give me, you can hit him, but you know, you start pushing on Mama and stuff, and the kids yeah. they're watching, you know, it's, it's about time for war. And the sad part it was on Mother's Day. Yeah, but, uh, it's tough. It, it is tough. It, it that is tough. Yeah, well, you wouldn't push Betty. I'm just saying, you would not have pushed Betty. You probably would have caught the 911. It'd been a 187 on your hind parts. I'm just saying. So these entitled fans start to make music now, but I ain't This is the reason why we are here today. Yeah. Me and Fons for the next few minutes are gonna talk about the top five NFL draft bust of all time in our own rightful opinions. Yeah. True. So Fons, I'm gonna let you go ahead and start that off. And I will follow behind you. All right. So before I get into my list, I did post a message on the Bad Boy Sports Podcast After Party Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I gave everybody a chance to answer that question. And one of our longtime supporters, one of the, the, the OGs, since yeah. we started out, my yeah, boy James Collins, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm before I go into my list, I'm gonna reveal his list. Yeah, 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 yeah. At, at, at number four, he got Jadavian Clowney. 
Um, I can't call Jadavian Clowney a bust because he has made the Pro Bowl. Now, even though he played on the opposite of J.J. Watt and Miles Garrett, he still has good numbers. He's a three-time Pro Bowler. I mean, you don't get in the Pro Bowl for nothing. Yeah. Who knows yeah, yeah. five popularity contest? Right, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> and number three, he got Kevin White. Kevin White was a receiver that had a lot of hype behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did not uh, amount to a what they call a hill of beans. Right. Uh, number two is my favorite. I think it's everybody's favorite. Johnny Manziel. Yes, we got a He said Johnny Manziel was talked up so much coming out and didn't even last in the NFL. I only think he <laughs> last past his rookie deals. And, and bro, I really do believe that as well. Um, Johnny Manziel, he was really hyped up, especially by one skipper. Bayless, and uh, he didn't live up to the hype. He couldn't leave them rocks alone and that, that liquor and stuff alone. He couldn't leave alone. And the number one bust that James put up there, he said Jamarcus Russell, and I would like to give James Collins a standing ovation. Um, James Collins came number one out of LSU by way of the Oakland Raiders, and just like Kevin White, uh, Jamarcus Russell did not amount to what they call a hill of beans. So very good for the say with the chest portion of the show. So, just... so I'm gonna go ahead. Now, musicians, as you play <laughs> softly, yeah, <laughs> put, put me in B flat. Put me in B flat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so I'm gonna start my double five bust, and double that is busters. one Trent Richardson, running back from Alabama. You ain't nothing but a buster. I'm just to tell you, he was number 30 overall by the Browns in 2012. <laughs> okay, so Trent Richardson had a lot coming out, coming out when, you know, before he got drafted. Of course, he was in a legendary backfield with Mark Ingram during his time in Alabama. And then when he took the reins over after Mark Ingram got drafted, of course, he did okay. He gets to the NFL, it's not so much. Um... For his career, 614 rush attempts, 2,032 yards, 3.3 yards per attempt for a career. Not for a game, not for a season, for a NFL career. Uh-huh. And 17 tubs. Now, the only excuse I'm going to give Trent Richardson was that the, it was the Browns. And the Browns of the early 2000s were... Let's just say they a were graveyard team. <laughs> I mean, they 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 went to the Super Bowl every morning in my house. Yeah. So you know, the next one, number four, <laughs> this is a classic pick. Is quarterback Akili Smith? He was drafted number three overall by the Bengals in a year of our Lord. You cutting up now, but <laughs> see when you talk about the goodness of the NFL draft bus and all they didn't yeah. do, my soul cries, why <laughs> draft them? <laughs> you could have drafted me too, but um, <laughs> that's a rhyme right there. Y'all can't have that one. Um, so Gilly Smith, his career record is three and ten, big womp. 
uh, his completion percentage for his career is 46.6. Yeah, so no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give him 47, you know, because. Let him throw a dog tennis ball. You know what I'm he couldn't bust a grape. Uh, <laughs> and complete his yards. This was funny. He only has 2,212 yards in a career. Mm-hmm. And I and I had to go to more, to more than number one source. By the way, all my sources, the sources and stuff, they came from Pro Football Reference. Uh-huh. So, I, so I had to cross reference Achilles Smith. I said, "No, I believe he but he did not." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> his uh-huh. touchdown, the I feel the help coming on. His yeah. touchdown interception ratio was five to thirteen. Uh huh. Number three, this the Number one. Number three, you know, the choir singing yeah. softly, sing Jesus never fails. Uh, number three, <laughs> go ahead, free rep. <laughs> Quarterback Johnny, Johnny uh-huh. Football Manziel. Uh-huh. Drafted number twenty-two overall by the Browns in twenty fourteen. Uh, went two and six as a quarterback. Completion percentage was 57 mm-hmm. on the dot. 57 mm-hmm. on the dot. He his yards 1675 mm-hmm. yards per attempt 6.5. Mm-hmm. And uh his touchdown to interception ratio was seven and seven. Bus. Turn to your neighbor and say neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> Bust. Bust. <laughs> Number two. See, I got I had to see the rest of my list is quarterback, so it is what it is. Number two is Jamarcus Russell. He was number one overall, like I told y'all. Uh his career stats, seven and eighteen. That's his record. I think he played two years. Played 18 games and won seven. That's not even half. That's a little bit over half. Anyway, 52.1 career completion percentage. No bus. In the field bus. (laughs) 4,083 yards. Uh Uh-huh. Six yards per attempt. Yards per attempt. And only six. Uh, only six. Five only plus, six. Five plus one, three plus three, four plus two. Right. Good, good graces. And, and, and his touchdown to interception ratio was 18 and 23. Mm. My God. Yeah, my God. And, and last but certainly not least. Uh-huh. This 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 gentleman, all my all my older heads is gonna recognize this name. If you was watching football. In the nineties and in the early two thousands, you can remember his name, Ryan Leaf, mm. second overall by the Chargers in ninety eight. I mean, put a pin note in the year nineteen hundred and ninety eight. Uh-uh. His career record is four and seventeen. So he played seventeen games, one for him. Mm. Pitiful, pitiful, pitiful. Completion percentage. 48.4. Only threw for 3,666 yards. That's terrible. So, 
that, that, I mean, he's like the bust of all busts. If you look on YouTube and just do your research, you will see that Ryan Leaf is the bust of all busts. I do mm-hmm. have two honorable mentions. Y'all know how I do because I couldn't just keep the list of five. The first honorable mention is Brian Bosworth, a.k.a. the Boz. He was drafted number one overall by the Seahawks in the 1987 supplemental draft. The reason why I took because he was originally my number three. The reason why I took him off and put him as an honorable mention because injuries derailed his career. Um, His doctor went on record and said that this young man, good God, (laughs) he said he's 20... He's 25 years old with the shoulders of a 90-year-old. Suffering from bad breath, dandruff, and, uh, and, and, uh, and a bad haircut. Hepatitis M. Good God. <laughs> he was manipulated in the league. But, I, but in, in doing my research uh, on him, I can't knock his hustle. And then that's something we'll probably talk about in a later show. Hmm. Um, and my final one is Kyle Bowler, drafted number 19 overall by my Baltimore Ravens. He was supposed to have been the savior. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it did not work out that way. Mm-hmm. Career record is 20 and 27, 56.7 completion percentage, 8,931 yards, 5.9 yards per attempt. Mm-hmm. Touchdown to interception ratio was 48 and 54. And the only reason why he got 20 wins is because of who he was playing with. Mm-hmm. And that is my list. Of busts. All right. Well, now open. <laughs> well, I'm gonna mention my top five and NFL bust. Now he said of all time, so I, I, I want so much a big on the all time thing because I ain't mm-hmm. feel like all that reinforcement. So mm-hmm. I, I just went <laughs> on and went to to the most current mm-hmm. bust. My first honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mr. Johnny Football, aka Johnny Manziel, quarterback out of Texas AM AM A and M. Uh huh. First round, second twenty second overall in two thousand fourteen, mm-hmm. drafted by the Cleveland Browns, aka the Graveyard. Uh man, Manziel was a two thousand twelve Heisman. Winner, yes, he was, and he had the audacity to mitigate and rush the current at the time. His name was Dwell Loggins, quarterback coach. He told the quarterback coach to hurry up and draft him because he's ready to be there. Well, Mr. Manziel lasted two seasons and just Hmm. 258 passes as a professional. He tried to come back in the CFL. The AF, the AAF, the AARP, the NCAAP, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> he tried to play for the nurse home football team, direct lead, everything. And now Manzel is pursuing to be a pro golfer. Wow. What a bus. Mm. My number two, my well, number four, that was number four. Number four would be Taco Charlton, defensive mm. end out of Michigan. First round, 28. Michigan, Miss, Miss whatever you call it. Oh, 
Whatever, fine. Uh, 2017. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Uh, 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 he was released by the Cowboys in the first month of 2019. He posted a tweet that read, Free me. Like the man was locked up in Dallas, the most valuable team in the NFL at $5 billion a few years ago. One anonymous individual within the Cowboys <laughs> even called him soft. After his release, uh, I guess he was on a hard sell. He was a burrito. I guess he is soft taco. I don't know. Uh, enchilada, a fajita. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three NFL bus is Rashad Penny. Mm. Oh, Rashad uh, came out of San Diego State, first round, 27 overall, 2018 of the year. Our Lord Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Well, Penny, Penny. <laughs> <laughs> You know, why would I switch out a dime for a penny? Penny is heading into the final year of his rookie contract with less than a thousand career rushing yards and no career starts because he's worth one penny. A penny only appeared in 27 games, including just three last year after spending the first 14 weeks on the physical unable to perform list. He won the pup list. He was on the pup list. Good God. Yeah, I guess he can't perform. He on the pup list. Got puppy breath and he worth a penny. Got dog. My number two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said, said with the chest. Number two. That's that what they say. That's for me is Philip Dorsett. Hmm. Forgot all about him. You know, you you ain't heard too much about Philip Dorsett. You know, he came in, he had a lot of hype, you know, in in, in his name. You know, he he got released by the Patriots, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And, and and now he with the Jags. Mm-hmm. But and once I get his information pulled up briefly. <laughs> <laughs> He was a first round pick. Not a voice. Yeah, first round pick. Mm. And, and he he was a bust. He's a buster. Mm. Uh, 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 you know, 2015 NFL draft out of the University of Miami, drafted by the Colts. Mm. And this man has yet his his best year was 2021 in Houston. He had six receptions, 107 yards, no touchdowns, averaging 17.6. I mean, 17.8 yards out of that six, out of the six receptions that he got. Buster. Mm. And last but not least, my number one buster. Mm. I'm going to take you back to a time where... The Washington Commanders was happy to be a part of the number for a season. <laughs> Robert Griffin. Oh. <laughs> the Floyd. Oh my God. He, had a, he was like rookie of the year. <laughs> he got hurt. Nah, but. Robert Griffin the third. Dang, I can't even dookie on Robert or G3 like that. I'm about to tell you why. <laughs> Robert Griffin the third, as I recall, he had one good season. 
Mm. He was a first round, second overall, 2012. They sent the farm to get that dude. Griffin was the toss of the league after his rookie season, which ended with a Pro Bowl appearance, which is credited. I don't sleep on that. And the offensive rookie of the year. Mm. But it was all downhill from there. As the dual threat play suffered thanks to series of frustrating knee injuries, mm. as well as a growing reef with the coaching staff, oh, yeah, he was released. Yeah. He, yeah. he was released in 2016 and signed with the Browns, but played yeah. in just five games thanks to a shoulder injury. Oh boy. He has spent the last three seasons as a backup with the Baltimore Ravens. The reason why I picked him as a bust, even though he had many, many injuries, he did not supposed to go downhill after going rookie of the year and offensive player of the year. Now, the injuries is unfortunate. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, injuries is a setback. And most of the time, teams could possibly take a chance. I mean, take it from Carson Wentz. He had a good season, and he's been suffering with injuries, but he's a starting quarterback with the Colts right now. Yeah. Robert Griffin III at the second overall only had one year as a starting quarterback, and it's been downhill from there. What happened to that RG3 that everybody knew of in 2012? He's my number one bust for the Washington Redskins. You, what what a waste. You, you got him oh. over Dunny Manziel. Yeah. Yeah. Because guess what? Johnny Manziel was just a 2012 Heisman Award in college. RG3 actually was uh NFL offensive player of the year and also mm. rookie of the year. So I take the two and I kind of grade them differently because he actually Johnny Manziel didn't have a successful year, right? So yeah. when you when you score higher and then you just fall, that makes you look bad. <laughs> but if you don't score at all, <laughs> you're right. You're right. But that, I mean, that's just my you know. That, that's I mean, that's, that's my, your list. That's your list. It's my list. You agree to disagree, but well, man, Sean McDermott over John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's you. That was you. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. But you know. That, that's that's uh, my top five NFL bust of all uh, time. Well, you, you, you all right. Your, your list was solid. I ain't gonna front. But getting back <laughs> to Johnny Football, see, like I said, his problem was the fact that he played with the Browns. Now the Browns have gotten significantly better with the with the the quasi emergence of one Baker Mayfield and um, Touch Me Tease Me Watson. So with that being said, I feel like like if you could if I could change one thing about your list, let me get the opportunity to change one of mine. But if I could change, I would put Johnny Manziel up ahead, like number first, one, the, the number one bust. Like if I <laughs> if I was if I was to grade your list, I'm like, nah, Johnny Football got to go at number one, and then and, and RG three at number five. No, maybe well, maybe three. Now, now you you give an argument because he he started way up here and then he came down here, right? Due right. to injuries, so I will put RG three in the middle of the pack. But you know, I mean, if you could change one thing about my list, how, where, where would you put something at? Uh, well, see, your list was way back yonder. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with your list because you named some players that I got to do research on. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe who, who was your number three? Number three was Johnny Manziel. Okay. Who was your number five? Number five was Trent Richardson. See, I will put Trent at number one. I can't do that because you got to. All right. Because Trent. Ryan Reef, though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But Trent, though, he came in on the high spectrum, too. Yeah. And the Browns thought they had something. They ain't have nothing. Mm. You know, so. Yeah, I would say I would say Trent would possibly either number two, or at least number two. Who was your number two? Number two. Let me scroll down here. Number two was Jamarcus Russell. See, I would put I would put Jamarcus Russell number three, and put Trent number two. Because 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 the because uh, the the leaf guy that's 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 pretty good. That, that, that's done. That's yeah. That's done. He's number one forever. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to have did better. But that's about the only thing I could change uh, about your list is the number two and number three. It, you um, know, yeah, I can see that though. I, I, I was I can see that due to the hype. That came around Johnny Manziel. I can see him at number two on my list, though. Right, right. But you know, but, y'all, ha- y'all have y'all say. You know, let us know yeah, down man, in the yeah. comments and in the at the party. Do you agree or gr- disagree to our list, yeah. or and tell us your own list so we yeah. can have an opinion about your list possibly next week. Yeah, you know. How and, we, and it will be. I put it in the at the party once I. Put, get, we just get the show out there, you know. Just, uh, listen to it and figure out your list, and then we right. can talk about it. If you come on, you comment on it. We will put it on the show. Right, that's the way it is. That's the way it's going to be. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, grandmas, granddaddies, aunties, and uncles, <laughs> we thank you for being a part of such a wonderful show about the NFL draft bust of all times and some of the most current NBA NFL news mm-hmm. don't forget to like comment and subscribe to this channel uh, and also we are very excited to know that next week we will know how the schedule is going to look for the NFL yeah, matter of fact tomorrow. So, yeah so we we, we, we we thank we thank God for that and uh, we are <laughs> so we're gonna get over here we thank y'all for tuning in this has been the back sports with your boy Quan hold up I can't sign oh. off just yet I got to let them know to go into the after party on Facebook uh-huh. the information will be right here so uh-huh. going to the after party sign up for it get in there get in there on the discussion because it goes down we the talk, after party. We talk some crazy stuff in the after party, man. But you know, so I'm not now. I can sign off properly. So <laughs> this has been the Bad Boy Sports Podcast with your boy Fonz and Quan, and we out of here like last year. NFL, but NFL, but what about the NFL, but I'm done. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you.